providing enough information that when things are complex in our world, which we know is going to happen, that you can make decisions based as much as possible on information and education versus emotion. Because it's a very emotional time for us right now, and it seems like it has been doing a lot of... You know, imagine if we were in an ocean. There have been a lot mm-hmm. of waves over the last two years, well, for sure. Well, look, ba- mm-hmm. excuse me, look back at uh, times in our lives that we've made decisions on emotion mm-hmm. versus factual information, right? Or right. or stay or or just logical information sometimes. So we have to separate those two. But emotions can affect our decisions on a daily basis. And right now, we have a lot going on right. in our world, uh, in our personal lives. I know with family, with our jobs. Uh, there's just a lot going on. So we're going to talk a little bit today about the investing uh, during the psychological investing and some of the things that affect us on a daily basis. Right. Because there are so many things that can make you like there's lots of those knee jerk responses that you can make. And especially and I love that we have this conversation right now. And then it's also available as a podcast. You can listen back to it later, because a lot of the times when we're talking about those emotional decisions, at least for me, it's a I'm not the greatest of sleeping. And it's lots of times where, you know, you wake up at two o'clock in the morning. And what else do you have to think about other right. than <laughs> stuff like this? And you're like, am I making the right decisions? Am mm-hmm. I going to be able to uh, retire? Am I taking care of my children? What am I doing with my finances? Oh, I shouldn't have bought those shoes. Like all those things are what happens at like 2 a.m. And so being able to have this information and a place to settle and focus and calm your mind, I think that's fantastic that you both are able to provide that as a resource. Mm-hmm. And we make different and I, I decisions. I think it's just a great topic, too, with, well, I, mean, I was just going to say with, there, there's always... In our lifetimes, there's always going to be things that affect us emotionally right. that are going to happen at different times. And I think if we can at least have an awareness that those are difficult times to make you know, real serious, important decisions, or at least just acknowledge that there's emotions in play. And so that's why I think it's wonderful that you know, the the clients that we have really great relationships with and co- contact and like, I know you reach out sometimes, Shannon, right? Yes. Which, and other people will reach out and say, okay, it, do I need to be concerned about this right now? Right. Is this something, I mean, I've had, I had a few clients this week reaching out and, and asking that. And so it's a time to have those conversations, look at things, look at them from a help, have someone help you look at them from a rational standpoint, try and take the emotion out and then make make a, an actual educated decision on things. And sometimes it may make sense to make some adjustments, and sometimes it doesn't. Right. And I know that you are taking on new clients right now, and there's easy ways for people to get in contact with you. Mm-hmm. You can... Uh, are. Go ahead, Cassandra. No, I was... I'll let you give the phone number, Mom. Oh, the phone number. <laughs> the infamous phone number. She loves to give that phone number. So our, but our website is clearstepfinancial.com. And we actually, so we've made it even easier. You can go to clearstepfinancial.com forward slash my talk. Mm-hmm. And that'll bring you right to um, a special page that we have on our website for my talkers. Because you can go there. You can hear past episodes. It'll link you directly back to the show page. Um, and then you, there's also a button there. You can contact us. So if you're ready, you want to just set up a complimentary consultation easy to do that right um, we're doing them both in person virtually but you can also call if you'd prefer to call pick up the phone <laughs> yes. right you can call that's what we've done all our lives our us baby boomers uh six five one six six hundred so six five one six hundred zero eight five five perfect and i also and i sometimes like to call too but i'm not a baby boomer <laughs> <laughs> right so. are you technically a millennial or a gen x or like me 
I am like a cusper. Oh, I don't even okay. Know she's right there. She's, one of, she's on the, she's, she's teetering. Both. She's like, she're, you're a mature millennial. I, I think that's what we're calling it because we like alliter- alliteration. You're a mature yeah. millennial, like yeah. my friend Sonny over there. So we give you all Thank time. You. You're a very mature millennial. So you don't get all of the stuff that we poke <laughs> on you about. All the negative things. That they, millennials like, we are not like that. I'm like, okay, I get you. I get right. you. I feel you. Well, I see my you. My gray hair definitely feels the mature side. So. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, man, Sonny, ask Sonny about that. She's the one who's also the licensed barber and hairstylist, so I'm sure yeah. she has some advice over there. Didn't, I t- didn't you know that about that? So Sonny can help you out with all that. She went to a lot of school oh, to be that. I am a firm believer in rocking your gray hair. I'm yeah. rocking all of my grays. I have been. <laughs> totally have been, Sonny. I as just, long as I it's... just let it, let it come. As right. long as it's nicely trimmed. Fair enough. You're good. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm right. bizarre. My daughter the other day, though, she was combing my hair. She said, Mom, you have a hair that's a different color. I said, <laughs> what color is it? She said, it looks like it's white. Okay. You're like, we call that gray, but thank you. Because white seems even more like aggressive when you're like, I yeah. think. I, no, that's called platinum. There we go. <laughs> platinum. It's all about marketing is what it is. I've learned a lot in this one year of barbering. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and real quick, I just want to say securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Now, look, the thing that we also, before we get more into the topic today, um, I think that it is a good opportunity to just explain the way that ClearStep works because part of what makes so much sense about this one is I did have the opportunity to sit in on one of the fantastic webinars um, that you guys mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. and remind everybody that they can go to your website as well just to get to see what else is coming up. You have a great, like a wonderful calendar of events if you go to clearstepfinancial.com slash events. You can see all of those. Mm-hmm. So if we can talk just briefly about that, let's uh, expand on that because this Wednesday at 6.30 Central Time, we have a webinar on one of our uh, strategies that we use to help grow money but also protect. It's a daily active management uh, strategy, and it's a firm that is going to be talking. Yep, it has lots of preservation Preservation. measures and things. And Mm -hmm. the ability, though, too, to draw money out. As you get closer to retirement, you want the ability to take money out, right? right? Feel confident and secure in that. But also, we've got to grow money. Look at inflation. Look at the cost of things are going up. We all feel it in our pocketbooks. We go to the the gas pump, the mm-hmm. food store. Things are going up, right? So right. we we've got to be able to grow money, but we've got to preserve and protect it as well. So we're going to be talking about that this third uh, Wednesday. I'm sorry, Wednesday at six thirty. Uh, and Cassandra, did you want to explain how to link on to that? Sure, to link on to it and really to register first, mm-hmm. um, you, you would go to our website under clearstepfinancial.com events. And then you can register for that. Mm-hmm. And it is super easy. I mean, when I was watching the last one, it was like I, I was literally in the midst of momming as well. So I had it on. I had my earbuds in. I was listening to everything. Have my camera off. Said, you know, put something in the chat every once in a while. So it's a very good way to just have uh, um, even a slightly subliminal way to get information that, and resources that are mm-hmm. that are quality for you. And one of the things I thought was most interesting about it and leads us into what we're talking about today is that following the presentation, you guys did a Q&A. And so it was very interesting just to hear all of the questions that other people who were watching the webinar had. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of what mm-hmm. we're covering today, like how do I make this decision? And I know that it's very individualized, but... This is going on in the world, and I heard this. And there was a lot of, this is going on, and I heard. 
And when you right. make decisions from that, one of the things that we've discussed on the show is that you don't always want to jump to, well, I heard, so I'm going to go ahead and respond. Right. Take right. the educational, right. get get some education, get some information, get some guidance and direction. That's what we do as financial advisors. Uh, we're there for that uh, education, guidance, and help people to make the decision based on, again, where they're at in their life, risk tolerance, and, and make a good decision, not just right. a, an emotional uh, a decision where you are making a decision just based on how do I feel right now? Exactly. I'm scared, and mm-hmm. so I'm going to put everything in cash. So, right. So many people right. do that, and we always say separate the emotion from, because you're probably not ever right or not ever accurate when you make those decisions based on emotion. Right. And then you end up, it, it seems to be like it'll definitely have that domino effect. You make one emotional decision and then you beat yourself up about it and then continue to make additional emotional decisions. Right. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. In all right. areas of life. Slip, right? Exactly. All exactly. In all areas of life. I'm like, I made that first one now. Yeah. It just, it's so hard to stop. And go, no, give it myself is, a break. Right? You buy the shoes, then you need an outfit to go with the shoes. Exactly. And then, and then I need the shapewear because now committed. the outfit looks differently and all that stuff. And I might as well <laughs> mm-hmm. get the accessories. And none of that is necessarily bad. But it's it feels so much better when you can do it from a position of not just emotion, but also, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I like buying outfits. I was stalking this one dress online until it went on sale, and now mm-hmm. when I, I'm like, well, now I'll buy it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm willing to do it for this price. And I think that that's what we also encourage people to do with their overall financial health, is to go, here's the goal, here's how I've, I've, I've educated myself on how to reach the goal. So if you do have to do a pivot, you also can do it based upon where you're trying to get, right? right? And do it with confidence and security. Uh, when we when we approach it that way, we have some knowledge. Uh, we we've gained some. We feel good about it. You know, I shouldn't say feel good. That's what right. I'm trying to separate here. Yeah. But <laughs> right. but you have there's something inside of us. It's that gut feeling that does tend to uh, give us that confidence that we're making the right decision. It's not an emotional. It's more of a how you know. Just you know that it's the right decision right. because it's a knowing on the inside right right which i mean we do also talk about being able to have that you know when do you make a decision based upon that intuitive nature that we all have and you know you can affect what that nature is based upon the resources and the information and the guidance that you have so then your gut will tell you to go in a proper direction sometimes when before it would be making all of its gut type decisions from a position of fear right mm-hmm. and and you know what we just don't make good decisions when when those emotions come in we think we're making a good decision and you realize that fear that emotion is creeping in and that's swaying my thought process here right well cassandra we're going to go into our first break and we get back what do we want to cover regarding the psychology of investing today one of the first things we're going to talk about is the the time value of money and one of the wonders of the world we're going to talk about it's the rule of how your money compounds and grows over time outstanding you can also be part of the show call us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back here on the financial health and wealth show with clear step financial 
Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with the team from ClearStep Financial, Ms. Cassandra Brazier and Carla, Carla Zevnik Cipher. Also, happy to take your call. The number is 651 641 1071. So, uh, Cassandra, since you're not in the studio, I was talking to your mom just now because you know I always have questions. And so, that's a lot of what we're going to cover today is what to do when you have questions so that you don't just do a, hey, why didn't I know this? Why didn't I that? And 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 validating the fact that it's okay to have questions because Cassandra and Carla both know I have like a little, I call it my, I, it's my, it's a mini stock account that I just play with. One of the ones that's like, on, it, that it's an app and you go through the app and you do all these things. But this particular app, they have these stock parties. So all you do is just log in <laughs> and they give you stock to companies just for logging in. And I need to read the asterisk because I've done it for a while. And then it does show up in my account like a few, you know, uh, a, a few uh, Years. A, a shares, no, a few, <laughs> share, a few shares, a few shares and this thing will show up. But like this week it was Nike. And I'm like, why is Nike just giving away stock because I logged into the app? And so I'm just gamifying it for you. Exactly. And I, you know, that works for me. And I think that it's. That's one of the most interesting things I think about financial education and financial health, that there are ways to, if you're like, it's boring or it's complicated or this, there are so many ways for you to get into this world now in comparison to even when I was a kid, just going, no, here's how I can learn how to do it. There's a little article in my app and they do it this way. And it, and it is so gamified because it's you, they send me a text that says, Hey, if you log in now, you get this stuff. And mm-hmm. then you go to the, the app and it's got like disco music playing. It's like, I'm, ch- I'm, ch- I'm ch- <laughs> telling you the more people that log in, the what it is. And it just, it, it makes it sound like you just walked up in the club, you know, to get this stock. And I'm like, wow. But wh- exactly. And so the fact that it's even encouraging and we, you know, at, at the time that we're recording this, it, you know, where the, the Super Bowl is just a little bit behind us, but just even to see the way that crypto and the fact that their ad was so um, impactful during Super Bowl, like there are so many questions out there that you can see that people want to get involved with their, mm-hmm. you know, their financial future. And so right. this information can help you go, no, well, I do it from a position of education and not a position of, oh, that was the new snazzy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, there, there's more and more, like you said, technology has helped people mm-hmm. to enjoy some of this, have yes. fun with some of the stocks and so forth. You know, probably not, Cassandra, and I'm guessing, Cassandra, you would feel the same way. We probably wouldn't recommend to put all your retirement money, though, in something like that, because Mm -mm. there's no... uh, But it sure is fun to be able to, like you said, decide what what stocks they're giving you and, and just follow some of that. What it does, too, is it teaches you how to pay attention more to business, how to pay attention more to these companies, maybe... Uh, why why are they giving out a, a couple stocks, right? right? So those are all good questions, and it just helps you to become more interested in there. Crypto's part of it, right? right. That's, that's mm-hmm. a whole nother topic. We're not talking about it today, but um, feel free to contact us, and we would get into a deeper conversation of that. Right. But it's here to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, crypto's here. Uh, where it goes in the future, there's a lot of unknowns. Right. And so when we're talking about, you know, we do a great um, deal of conversation around diversifying your investments. And so one of the things that you have said on on numerous occasions, both Cassandra and Carla, is talking about why putting your money in certain buckets and then leaving them there for a while or 
investing in that particular bucket over a sustained period of time, why that is a value, right, Cassandra? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's that is one of the things we wanted to talk about that our emotions can have a big impact on if our mo- emotions are driving decisions. Um, over the course of of saving towards long term, saving towards your retirement, because that's usually the bucket that right. when because we look at you have a short term bucket for you know your checking savings things that you may need to pull cash from you know in the next in a couple days if something were to happen unforeseen. Mm-hmm. So you want to have a cushion there, right? We talk about that three to six month cushion. You've got your long term bucket that most people are familiar with your retirement assets. Maybe it's your four hundred one k. Maybe you have a four hundred three b an IRA. Mm-hmm. Roth IRA. You've got all these different, you know, names of, of retirement accounts that are really tax codes, right? right? And then, uh, and then you got a middle kind of middle ground bucket, but but we're going to focus on that long term bucket because when you look at uh, the the amount of time you have between wherever you are today and retirement, or maybe you are retired, right? So then that's you know the conversation's a little different then. But if you're on the road to retirement. The amount of time that you can have your money in the market is a is the more the better in a sense in most cases okay because it gives you the chance for the money to grow and compound and compounding then if you you look at that the rule of 72 where whatever average rate of return you're getting on your money let's right. say 10% I'm just gonna use a simple number 10% um, if you're averaging that over time you take 10 divided into seven you divide 10 into 72 to See how many years it'll take mm-hmm. for your money to double. So that's seven point two years, right? So if your money's averaging a ten percent growth rate, if you had a hundred thousand dollars, then within seven point two years it would become two hundred thousand. Right. But what's awesome is that in another seven point two years you'd have four hundred thousand. Right. And then in another, do you see how it? Absolutely. It's that snowball effect. It's not just like it grows by a hundred thousand. Right. It doubles. It keeps doubling, and that's the magic of compounding. And and if you think about it too, if you had if you got to a million dollars, that next double. Right. You'd have two million. Right. And so, so mm-hmm. if you the little bit more time sometimes can make a big difference, and that's why there are times when you may just want to leave your money in the market if you've got the time for it. There are times though maybe an adjustment. Maybe you're you want to stay in the market, but maybe maybe the we'll call it like if if you want to imagine the universe of investing like a house, right? Right. Maybe you want to stay in the house of of investing, but maybe you go to a different room. Okay. That's maybe the party's not going right, on, okay. and it's not as chaotic, <laughs> right, uh-huh. and it's a little more comfortable for you for what you're looking for. You know, as far as what your investments and how they behave and things to the overall market. So, so sometimes it's a matter of staying in the market, but changing where you are in the market or how it's being managed. That's in a, a way that's better for your overall well-being and health and psychology, and you're not stressed because it's dropping. You know, you're losing 10% this week, and it's up. I mean, right? It can be really scary when it's really fluctuating by a whole lot, and that's part of what the webinar that we mm-hmm. talked about that's coming up this next week, Wednesday. I know I sent you to our website. I honestly, this came up just recently here yes. that we booked it. 
So it may or may not be listed. I didn't have a chance to check. If oh, it's we'll not, check it in the break. Please just mm-hmm. contact us. Right. And we will get you the information if you do want to be on that webinar just to hear more about some of those different strategies that can really kind of maneuver and work through the market conditions and things. They usually let people sleep a little bit better at night. Absolutely. And we have about two minutes before we go to the next break. And, and that uh, opportunity to sleep better when we're talking about those emotions. One of the things that you also discussed is the fact that it's very difficult to continue to invest when things seem as volatile as they do right now right Carla right so mm-hmm. people get a little nervous they get scared should I still be putting money in my 401k mm-hmm. right. because the markets are heading down and yes. and am I gonna lose money mm-hmm. and so it depends on where you're at again are you real close to retirement are you further away so those are those are good decisions but usually uh, when you put money in the market and it is going down and your dollar cost averaging that's a success principle Mm -hmm. and uh, we actually have a financial basics uh, webinar that's on our website that you can review Mm -hmm. Uh, adam hub one of our advisors uh, presented that and so he talks about dollar cost averaging right so when you're putting money in monthly and it is going down it's a great time to buy low right when it starts coming up again you already it's like buying a stock low right you want to buy that dress exactly sale that's what it is it's buying on sale when markets go down so don't be afraid of that if you're in the 401k and you're putting money in monthly or a Roth IRA or whatever you're doing monthly. When the markets do go down, it's a great time to continue to buy. Right. And it is a great time to listen to this show. We're going to give you more information on how you cannot be afraid of things that are going on in your finances as we continue to have this conversation about the psychology of investing in your financial health and wealth. We're going to be right back. You're listening to My Talk 1071 and the health and uh, the financial health and wealth show with Clear Step Financial. Welcome back to the financial health and wealth show here on my talk 1071 also streaming on my talk 1071.com i'm Ms. shannon here with carla in studio our president Hello. from clear step financial joining us remotely the daughter of the mother daughter team cassandra is with us the mm-hmm. uh, financial advisor and branch manager are uh, you're by multiple branch manager though aren't you you guys are like especially now that we're all mm-hmm. virtual we do you're like international mm-hmm. branch manager <laughs> both what of you we, what do titles really mean <laughs> exactly <anyway? laughs> I I love that yeah you know, I call myself a social instigator I made it up it makes sense but again we get to pick our titles, right? So I love That's both funny. of your titles. I feel like calling my son the social instigator. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's like, sometimes it's a great instigation. Sometimes you're like, we did not need you to instigate at this moment. But hey, right. you have to just be flexible. Also reminding you that you can go ahead and sign up for uh, either the complimentary consultation if you just want additional information or to find out what events and webinars they have coming up. Go to the website, clearstepfinancial.com. Today we are talking about the psychology of investing. Um, and so we went through the, why it makes sense to give you, you know, to start investing as early as you can, if you can, because mm-hmm. there's a reason why it will compound over time. Um, and so it, there's the opposite side of it, though. Like you want to go ahead and, as you said, you mentioned that dollar cost averaging and why you want to just be consistent in your investing. Mm-hmm. But you also, if, if you're like me, very type A, sometimes you don't want to mess with it too much. Right. Is that it? You know, it's interesting. <laughs> Women in general... Uh, you know, there's a lot of studies shown on men investing versus women investing through their life, right? Right. And a lot of men, uh, and not, this is not all men, but, right. but this is just a, a larger percent of men have the tendency to more play around with their investments, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Rather than just letting it alone mm-hmm. through time, they might want this top stock or this you know, this portfolio, let me get real aggressive, let me, but sometimes what happens is there's some buying 
high and selling low that goes on sometimes when you're playing around with the investments, right? Mm-hmm. Women have a tendency, in, now this is general, this is right. not all women, but they have more of a tendency to let their investments ride. Right. Pick pick something from years ago, not really look at it, look at yeah. it every now and then. And that has actually been a very good result for a lot of women Mm -hmm. that that but as but now this is my caveat here is that as people get closer to retirement it's important to pay attention to the investments because in retirement yes a advice or a client a person who is in retirement will have around five recessions that's an average right okay so what is what does that mean what is a recession I it's when the markets when you have a loss in that account it's when there's a drawdown right right you have three different types of drawdowns you have corrections which we could be in right now uh, we don't know until a, a while we look back and say okay that was a correction right mm-hmm. but a correction is negative 10 to negative 20 percent where markets go down well remember in 2020 March what happened is we were starting to go into a correction but then we actually went into a recession, recession. Recession is where you have a negative 20 to negative 30% drawdown loss right. in that account. And then a depression. Remember, we do have depression still. We haven't had one for 100 years. Right. But uh, that's where you have more than a 50% drawdown. And no one knows, right? right. No one knows uh, those. The, you know, we've had projections that we may be heading into one in yes. a number of years. But but no, really, no one knows. So, right. But those are the drawdowns. And so... As you get closer to retirement, you want to preserve more of that asset. You built it up, mm-hmm. and so you want to be more conscientious of that and make sure that there is more of that preservation going on there because um, in a recession, if you have negative 20%, that could take, it could take years to right. get back. Right, and I also, I appreciate, I think... We're coming up on like four years ago, and I think one of the the, the first times that, that we were on the show together, one of the things that you had mentioned, Carla, about recessions is that if you manage your money appropriately before you get to the recession, sometimes there are opportunities, which sounds a little predatory, but you didn't say it that way. It was right. more of, well, there might be moves that you'll be able to make, like our business is available, are you? Those kind of things, if you were able to have a steady path and prepare mm-hmm. that there's going to be an inevitable drawdown. And so that's how I bought my duplex is listening to you. I remember you saying that and going, I need to be able to buy a business if there's ever an opportunity <laughs> to right. do that. Right. right. When you have mm-hmm. the drawdowns, it's not all negative. You could, you, if, you, if you're, you have cash or you have the ability to purchase things when they're on sale. Right, right. So when we are, are, are trying to encourage people to not micromanage again, Cassandra, how else do you help, help, help people manage that particular emotion? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think part of it we we know ourselves Mm -hmm. right and i think if we're being honest usually we know if we are the type of person that that is okay logging in to look at our account daily or if we're not (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if and if we'll need to self-medicate if it's fluctuating (laughs) right like i think you just need to know yourself a little bit to to be able to i had to turn the notifications off on one of my apps because it was like my phone was pinging too much where i'm like you're not gonna just stop just turn the notifications up and down down. right exactly it's not like this is on the move this has changed i'm like okay i need to not know that you are sapping my battery life with it i get it right now everything is up and down i don't need to see it every five minutes because it was that much it's good to protect yourself right as i like pause notifications (laughs) you you have to be able to live your life too agreed agreed 
I think knowing yourself well enough, some people, they're okay. Um, they're okay keeping a close eye on their investments and some people aren't. And either way is fine. But when you work with an advisor like us, that's our job. Right. That's our job. We watch it daily. Mm-hmm. We we can sift through things and identify, okay, it's it's time to make a change. Right. We're seeing things that are dictating that. Um, or it's not. We're writing this one out. Mm-hmm. So I think, and it's always okay to reach out and, and ask. Right. Um, but just knowing, I think, it, it helps. A number of my clients I know they've said, I know at least you're watching it. And, and some of them have actually come back to me and said, I know you told me not to watch this daily. I didn't listen to you. I'm going right. to I'm going to listen now because it is a lot. Right. Because some people, they like the aggressive, but then they, they also know, OK, I like the returns of the aggressive strategies, but I don't necessarily like to watch them daily. Yes. Right. Like, you know, right. so it's it's knowing it's knowing yourself, too, mm-hmm. and knowing right. too also that someone is watching it. It doesn't have to be you because sometimes the emotions are are too high at that point. Right. So and you're, I agree that it is good to have somebody to talk to and just go, you're all right. Everything's fine. You know, that's fine. And and when you're trying to help people just decide how they make those changes over time, are there certain trends that you're looking for? Or are there certain things that as you are watching the market or the or, or, or just the you know, overall the society, are you looking for certain trends be, that we can make best guesses based upon what's going on and what historically has happened? So there's a few different types of management out there, right? There's all, In fact, there's all different types. And part of what we do is where we hire together with the client, we'll hire a third-party manager that that's what they do is manage the money daily. Okay. They respond to the market. It's not a projection. So do they look at trends? Yes, absolutely. That's a respond to the market. But so often what happens is if you allow your emotion to get into the decision-making process, we try to separate that. Right. We don't want to predict. We want to separate and get rid of the emotions and just figure out what's happening today and let's respond and let's invest in the the right sectors that are that have a trend upward. Uh, maybe we need to preserve, like in January when the markets were volatile. Uh, do we need to be in the market, or maybe maybe there's maybe we need to preserve the asset now, and we need to get in the bonds and so forth. There's there's ways to preserve assets too in the down market. So so that's a that's what a lot of what we do. And that's a uniqueness out there that we we have third party money managers that that's all they do is manage money. Right. Um, we do some other types of investing too, but uh, that's a uniqueness that we offer. Right. Well, when we go back to talking about the psychology and the emotions that are involved, as you are working with your clients, how do you help? Or how do you, because I know, Cassandra, you have a psychology background. Carla, you have an educational background. How do you even learn that about your client like how how anxious do i have to act for you to know <laughs> that i'm that client like cuz sometimes we you know we discussed knowing yourself but for a lot of people this is still a new part of their educational uh, thing or maybe they knew some things but and they had read some articles or they watched some of the people on 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 Bloomberg news maybe they've seen that but they really mm-hmm. weren't as invested in it um as they are now because we are so concerned so how do you help me mm-hmm. even know that about myself that I'm like oh you're super anxious about this <laughs> like what are those tells mhm mm-hmm. well there's a, there's there's a number first of all we 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 do our best to have conversations up front Right. And to ask some questions and to find out what's your comfort level with this? How how have you invested historically? 
because that does help. But then sometimes people will say, well, I've done this because I was doing it on my own. I really didn't know I'm open to recommendations, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So it depends on it depends on a number of factors. And really, there's not a it's not an exact science. It's part of it is is really trying to work with that person to find out, okay, this is this is the sense I'm getting. This is what's what looks like it'll make the most sense. Then right. we can move forward with with our plan. I there's been a few cases that I've seen with people, and we usually we figure it out pretty early on. Right. If if we've dialed it too far up or down with people, and then we can adjust. So it it is helpful because sometimes someone might they might reach out more right mm -hmm. off the bat. Right. If they if they see a just even slight fluctuation. So sometimes we might realize. Okay, we to us this was somewhat moderate or conservative, but to this person it's still a little bit more than what they're comfortable with. So we gotta we gotta adjust this. Right. See, it's women's so intuition. Right. Some initial go. adjustments. <laughs> yes, yes. So it just I think it's it's a it's working with people. It's like any transition or relationship where you you get used to each other, you kind of figure things out, you work through. You you've got to just try and, and again ask good questions and have a good understanding as best you can and then make adjustments if it's needed. But you know what happens too is there's so much influence out there around us mm -hmm. that people have their opinions and that's right. what they are, opinions. I mean, you can listen to the news and you're going to get an opinion and you might get emotion too. Yes. And then you listen to the neighbor next door and then you listen to, oh, this is what they're doing with their money. So, and so, even the internet is just, it's yes. just the algorithms are like yes. that. I read one article, so now I have 17 other articles telling yeah. me you should do this. You should do this mm -hmm. and watch out for this and right. be afraid of this. Right. And so we get bombarded with that and that influences decision making. And that's why when we do investing, we take the emotion out and we look at the trends. We look at the, we look at really what's going on and get rid of get rid of the emotions get rid of those things that affect us on a daily basis right well we have we're going to go into our final break and when we come back cassandra are we going to cover what you should do as you're getting towards that retirement finish line Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 with Cassandra and Carla from ClearStep Financial. You can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. Okay, Cassandra, well, I know we wanted to uh, wrap up. we got a couple of things we have to do. So first, we're going to wrap up those tips that we have uh, as you are uh, making your decisions from a position of education and information versus emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Cassandra, are you going to give us the tips? <laughs> well, I sure would love to. So okay. I know one thing that we talk about sometimes when it comes to um, a psychological side of things with your finances is that sometimes we find it can be the hardest to get to the milestone of saving a hundred thousand. Yes. So if you're in the earlier years or in the uh, you know in the in the years of just starting to save, um, then and then doesn't matter where you are in your life, but that can be kind of a, a milestone to hit. So if you're on the path to that, just keep pushing is what we would say. Okay. Um, if you're beyond that and you've gotten through that point, then then you've likely you've you've solidified some of the savings habits at that point. And then saving can become a little bit easier. It just becomes more natural. You a lot of times don't miss it. It's it's just part of how you you know you you live and allocate all your your dollars and so forth. You know, giving everything a job and what like we talk about. So, so that's that's one thing we just wanted to talk about. Um, we we already mentioned this a few times, but just try to avoid predicting the market. Again, that's where the emotions. If you can leave your emotions out of it or work with someone to help give you some, you know, use the rationale and things, and you can. You can feel the emotions, 
But if you let them dictate your decisions, then then that's where it can become problematic at times. Right. Um, and we have been. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say we have been saying that people can call into the show. And I do want to make sure we get to this call before we go uh, wrap up the show. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. You can talk to Cassandra and Carla, our friends from Clear Steps Financial. Winnie, thank you very much for your patience. We appreciate you uh, calling the show. You had a comment on retirement? Yeah. I was just really wondering, um, because I'm retiring at 56, and I know that's early, and all my money is not available to me. Like, I, I guess my question is, what can I do at this point to make sure that I'm able to use the money without it being highly taxed and, like, actually available to me? All the penalties and such. So, yeah. so Winnie, are you actually looking at full retirement, or are you still working part-time? How, what are you doing for health insurance? Are you married? All these no, wonderful so- questions. Yeah, um, full retirement, mm-hmm. not working unless it's, you know, for something fun. And, um, yeah, um, health insurance will be part of my, you know. Package? Yeah. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. It's rare, I know. Do you have oh, a- no, but lots of people are working towards that. We've yeah. mentioned that Cassandra and Carla both mentioned that before, that you are the one that gets to decide what that that age right. is mm-hmm. right. so congratulations right and you know sometimes in life it's just setting yourself up for options to mm-hmm. be able to have options to retire at 56 so do you have pension i do okay so are you a teacher nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, some teachers like to retire right around that time yeah so uh so i would look at so you have different monies right you have your liquid money that you can draw from any time uh, a lot of yeah. people will put extra money in liquid money so that they can retire prior to 59 and a half so that they have it accessible. Uh, I'm guessing you can take your pension at this age, at 56, so you'll you'll have the pension, but you won't have Social Security yet, right? Right. Um, so I guess, you know, some of it's in traditional rods and some's in, you know, other kinds of, and I'm reading that not all of that is available to me without huge penalties. So, like, which... Which account can you take it from and not be penalized because I'm young or what? So you have three different options, and then Cassandra can share some ideas, too. If you have liquid money, you could draw from that prior to 59 and a half. So Um, is that everything that's in, like, a savings account? Savings account, mm -hmm. a mutual fund that doesn't have, it's non-qualified, so it means it doesn't have an IRA or Roth attachment to it, right? Right. So if you have money there, so a lot of people will draw from that uh, for a few years. Um, you have your pension, so that's good. That's income. Then you have whatever you put into a Roth, you can take out at any time. So if you contribute, whether it be in your 401k or outside your 401k, whatever contribution prior to 59 and a half, you have access to. Mm-hmm. So let's say you put in 30,000 contributions right. over the last five, six, seven, eight years. You can take that out at any time without penalties or taxes, whatever you contribute to a Roth. Does it count as income, though, when she's doing it? It doesn't, because you already paid taxes on it. You put it, invested it in your Roth, whether it be in your 401k or outside your 401k and outside Roth. And you can take that money out at any time without penalty prior to 59 and a half. So it's great. Those Roths really do have a lot more flexibility I think we're going to have a show on Roth pretty soon, Cassandra, oh, right? Okay. We are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other option is if you have money in a, a 403B or 457 or 401K, 
uh, you could actually roll those over into an IRA and possibly even do a 72T. Okay. You know, I'm not recommending that, but that's another way to draw from qualified money prior to 59 and a half. There's some restrictions on that, so but you, you would have to pay taxes, but you just wouldn't have to pay the penalty. Okay. And okay. Winnie, we'll let producer Sonny get your information, and then Cassandra and Carla can follow up with you specifically, because I'm sure that there's more questions that they yeah, like to I ask you. That. Yeah, so that'll be great. Congratulations, though. I think that that's awesome. You know, it's like, it's, you know, I get articles every day where, you know, in, in my inbox where it's like, I'm X age and I'm retiring already. And so that is a great goal, and congratulations on reaching it. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Winnie. Yeah. That's going to be so fun. Like, I want to be like that. I appreciate that. And I, like, and I love that we do encourage, uh, encourage people to set those goals. Like, my personal goal right mm-hmm. now is like, except for my house, I want to be out of the debt, out debt by the time I'm 50. Yeah, debt-free. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's, that's a I'm great like, goal. Debt. Yeah, I'm like, I can't get my house done by then because I don't have that much time. But I can get everything else. But you never know. You know, sometimes we set those goals. We, Fair we enough. Remember, we, can't, we don't, uh, and this is just for everyone, and myself as a reminder, we, we don't need to know how we're going to achieve it. We shouldn't know how we're going to achieve it. But we set those we set those goals, and all of a sudden, life helps us figure it out. It's right. amazing. Right. Well, we only have a couple of minutes, Cassandra and Carla, so I want to remind everybody that they can go to their website and then uh, also talk to you guys about next week, uh, letting everybody, all of our My Talkers, know that I am traveling next week. So Cassandra and Carla and producer Sonny are going to be holding it down next week while I am off uh, businessing <laughs> kind Sonny, of thing. Sonny. <laughs> so Sonny is all ready. So do we know what we're talking about next week, Cassandra? I think we already said that we out. do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we are going to have, well, so this is going to be Carla's topic. So, mm-hmm. Sonny, you got a treat here, but she's going to talk about all My sorts favorite. of expenses and the cost in retirement. So, ah. when you're retired, all the different expenses and costs, some are unforeseen, some are things that you probably would think, yep, I thought about that, I figured that would be one. So, there may be some that surprise you, but it'll just help, I think, especially people that are close or even right. maybe just starting retirement or, or planning, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good to, uh, to have some ideas on what to mm-hmm. expect. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that's also when we talked about goal setting a moment ago, uh, mm-hmm. Carla, like knowing, oh, well, if I want to retire earlier, like our friend Winnie, who just called in, mm-hmm. I would need to take all of these things into account because maybe I need a bigger pot of money or a different pot of money. Or, or a diversification. Start, start uh, preparing ahead of time to have different pots of money for different purposes, uh, have your right. different tax taxes, as well as uh, maybe different allocations so that it's there for you when you need it or for options. I mean, there's so many well, cool things you can do with, with money when you save it and invest it. Right. There really is, and just real real quick, fun story from just this last week. I was talking with a couple, and they're retiring this year. So again, it's never too late mm-hmm. um, to talk to people. And he told me, he said, this is my plan. This is what we're planning to do. What do you think? And and it would have worked for them probably, but I said, what if you did it this way and we just adjusted things slightly and they would end up with probably 150000 at least more Ooh. in retirement. And so it's sometimes just, just getting a new set of eyes mm-hmm. and this is what we do. So we can bring a lot of different ideas and perspectives and things and gosh, sometimes it just you can take what you have already and without making all, all that many changes, just take it that much further. Well, they're willing to help you go to clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk or mytalk1071.com keyword health.